Okay. Welcome back to episode 3 of Anything Goes with Joe and Carla. And uh, this is the first episode that we're recording after we've launched the podcast. Right. So the first two. So we've recorded and we, we released the first one and we got feedback. Now we're releasing the second one uh, in a few days. Mm-hmm. But this is the first one where we actually got feedback from people. Right. And it's been really encouraging. Thank you all so much. Uh, Thank you for those who joined our FB group. That was fun, yeah. It's super fun to encounter people who really are into, well, not really the same things, but the kind of, wavelength mo. Yeah. Na parang they're into random um, light bulb stuff. Or a willingness to to explore uh, topics. Like one example was we were talking about in the first podcast that People who know how to, who love reading, had a parent or somebody in their life who taught them. And yeah. what was really interesting, or who modeled it, didn't teach it, but who modeled it. And we both um, felt like that was the case for, well, not really for the two of us, because my, my, my parents weren't really readers, but, but at your least sister someone was, in the house yeah, yeah. was. Um, but some of these people, and even our close friends, diba, would say that no one read in their house, and yet they mm-hmm. turned out to be readers. And we started asking um our uh the, the group members well how they got into this whole reading thing because it got us curious yeah na yeah hindi lang pala exposure within your home ang source ng uh ng pagiging book lover mo or pagiging reader mo there are many other ways that you could get into reading and that includes like a, a bunch of them like they've commented you guys can go to the fb group and anything see their, goes with Joe and Carla. Right. So we can add you, approve you, and you'll be in the group and you'll see that there's a thread there that's been going on. And people are just jumping in on the conversation saying, Ako ganito ko na, na ganito ko natuto magbasa. Yeah. And very, very interesting. My, my ways. two favorites were this one person who said her mom um, wasn't a reader, but it was her mom who encouraged her. Right. That super inspired me to think that. I could do stuff that I'm not good at, but somehow impart a desire for it to Philip or, right. or to Manu. The other one that I really liked was the uh, the one who kept talking about her, her teacher, her English teacher who got her a right. book, who even gave her a book for graduation. And it and we should talk about that in one of these podcasts yeah. about teaching and the impact that great right. teachers can have on us. And you know what's also striking for me is that there is um something about reading and you encountering books for the first time or at mm, least not yeah, really for the yeah. first time but more like it makes an impression on you yeah so whether you see it like outside because i think roving but it was a roving van, van yeah. of of a publisher and um they had books and it got her interested and the other saman would be when they first entered the library i like the one who said that um i forgot who it was but they said the higher books on the shelf seem to have like some kind of special mm-hmm. mythic quality for her. And so she really wanted to see what was abo- on the top of the shelf. Right. So different ways to get introduced into reading. And we're just so glad to hear from you guys because it adds yeah. to what we already know. And that's what we want. We're not yeah. here to pretend that we know everything. We're just sharing merely from our own experiences. But we'd love to hear from you also. And so um, just get on the page and... Is it a page? Group. 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 It's a group. Yeah. So um, just get on the group and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. 
And uh, for those of you who are Team Toothbrush, <laughs> um, congratulations, sweetheart. I think there's a lot of people. I think, I think we should have a contest, Nano. Who shared the mo- more interesting, uh, what you're into topic? I think I'm going to lose, okay? <laughs> but that's fine. But I just want to say to the few Team Genghis Khan among you. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Somebody uh, said. Chinkitan. Chinkitan. What's that? Chinkitan. <laughs> <laughs> both great leaders, but both with right. very different values. Right. And one of them, I'm glad, is my friend. The other one, I'm glad, is not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, for the team Mongol Art of Warfare people, hang in there. Thank you. Usap din tayo, okay? So thank you so much message sa inyo. For the team Dental, Interdental Toothbrush, I'm so glad that you get me. And go to your dentist. That's okay. all. All right. Uh, so, what are you into? What am I into for this one? I was the last ba? one. I was the last one. I mean, like I started the, in the last episode. I was the one who started. Okay. So it's your okay. turn. Great. So, here's something I'm really into. <laughs> I have props. My props, talaga. Yes. Uh, bone broth. Okay. Soup. And this is another big difference between us. I love soup. Right. And you don't like soup. It's not that I don't like. It's you just hate that it. I abhor. You have soup phobia, whatever that's called. <laughs> no, it's just so funny because I think, um, is that Isa? Isa Fabregas who can't uh, let a day go by without having soup. And Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember that. I just can't understand that because I Why? can go on for weeks without having soup. And I noticed that about Joseph and in our the- marriage and even our son. Now, from time to time, they would really... I mean, if, if like, let's say, weeks would go by without having soup in our home, they'd start looking for it. Outside. They'd really have to go out and get themselves, um, say, ramen or, like, a Vietnamese pho. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not like that. I'm not like that at all. See, to appreciate soup, soup is all about flavor, sweetheart. Okay? That's what it's about. It's just flavor. Just, just liquid. But so many things in the liquid. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's beautiful about it. And so so I, I brought here, for those of you on audio, I'm holding a jar that says bone broth. And uh, it, it has health claims. I haven't really researched in it. So so I'm happy to believe that there are good stuff in it just because I like drinking it. So I love what they have here in the US that they have like sipping portions. So they have like, here's a cup, take it to work. Heat it up in a microwave and sip at your desk while working. Mm-hmm. That just sounds so ideal for me. Like, I want to bring some home. Because just flavor uh, all the time. So, I'm really into bone broth. Um, I love pho. I love ramen. Um, anything with deep flavors of soup. Ah, nilaga, tinola, sinigang, all of those well, things. Well, thanks to you, I now appreciate soup. And the flavor that you get from something... Na liquid nga, yeah. in liquid form and you just get that full I guess it's the same as me appreciating coffee and how right, it's right. like um very very light <sighs> or so full bodied and all but you're just doing that with soup you know what and this is gonna be a future episode on the podcast uh-huh. but your journey with food and how from such a non-foodie <laughs> but that that yes. fascination with coffee was the glimmer of hope <laughs> And that's what people have always said. They'd be like, how could you not be into food, but you're into coffee? It's just a small step from there because of the appreciation. Yeah. So thanks to you, I'm now a better person. I have changed for the better. And also, if I may add about the bone broth, I have, I've, I'm borderline on the markers of 
autoimmune kasi. So, some autoimmune markers. I'm almost there. Um, so, I started researching on what you can do to, like, what diet can you get into to help you uh, health-wise. And I realized that a lot of them would say bone broth would help you. Mm, okay. I, again, yung health claims nga, I'm really not, I'm so, I, I haven't really researched deep enough pa to really explain to everybody how it helps you but it does mm-hmm. apparently Yay. and also when uh, manu was kind of going down be going down like weight wise yeah. and health wise yeah. when he wasn't really doing well he wasn't thriving well because of our whole nursing issue yeah um the pedia actually advised that you can give him bone broth already since Yay. he was over six months now so he was already introduced to solids and diets all that. Diets that you already like are the best diets. You know, it's like keep doing that. Oh, great. Okay, sure. Which is why I like our diet right now. Mm, that's true. So, but we're gonna talk about that in another episode. Um. Yeah. So I love soup. I'm very grateful for this bone broth thing. I think one silly anecdote is uh, eating ramen in Japan with our friend Skek. Uh, oh my god. And uh, uh, Skek loves the noodles like. I guess most people who like ramen mm. do it for the noodles. I like it for the broth. I think there's a few people who like it for the broth. And so we were eating across from each other. And I think we had ordered the same thing even. And by the end of the meal, I had finished all of my broth and still had a number, a lot of noodles left in the bowl. He had finished all of his noodles and still had, had a lot of broth. And so we switched bowls <laughs> and finished each other's food. And Skek's wife, Sarah, who's also <laughs> And Sarah goes, that's so gross. I don't even do that with him. And Sarah I'm married is to the him. wife. Okay. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So I love soup. And I especially love eating noodle soups with Skek. Hi, Skek. Yeah. And Sarah. Yeah. So um, bone broth nilaga. Um, I love... Binakol. Binakol. Yeah. But I was going to say the beef noodle soup varieties. Like nilaga Are doesn't have especially your favorites. No, but like pho. And then the Thai cuisine has its own version of that. Yeah, because hindi ka rin naman. And then Taiwanese cuisine has its own version of that. I realize that you're not into like creamy soup. E, sometimes. Sometimes. Depends uh, on the mood. It's very rare that I see you having that. Yeah. I kind of like the simplicity of a, of a clear broth with mm. so much flavor. that I can see through it. I'm so glad that I get to understand this now. Because if you were talking to me like this, like maybe <laughs> six years ago... Wala. As in, hindi ko naiintindihan ko anong sinasabi mo. Yeah, that's true. I'm so not a foodie. Before, before. It was least. like... That, that was my past life. <laughs> like me explaining Star Wars to someone who didn't watch Star Wars. Right. Like you, these terms to you were like Wookiee. Yeah, but something about me just woke up and I am now... Well, not but in naman like you. But at least I understand food already. Yeah. Cool. So that's my thing. Okay, that's your thing. Bone broth. And my thing is Ken Burns. I think you've heard me talk about him na before. I mean, like recently. I've seen the effect on iMovie. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, for those of you who have tried editing videos on iMovie, there is what you call the Ken Burns effect. So, I think generation natin yun eh. Medyo lumaki sa, we started editing on that software. Yeah. Gosh, and that took so long. I, I know, but I mean, like everyone got introduced to it, mm. and we are all so familiar with Ken Burns. Mm-hmm. I never bothered researching what that effect was or if Ken Burns was really a person. And then one day, I'm watching from those of you who have Masterclass on their as an app on their um, whatever gadgets. 
Um, ito yung nakikita nyo sa Facebook na promoting different kinds of masters or teachers. So there's, yes, yes. Uh, sino ba? Gordon Ramsay. Uh, Steph else? Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry na doon? I don't see him. Bobby Brown. So iba-iba. <laughs> okay, sorry. Another thing that I don't understand is that's basketball, right? Hey, good hey, job. Good job. <laughs> I don't know anything. I wasn't sure okay. you'd know. <laughs> I don't know anything basketball except that it's around and that Kobe Bryant recently died. That's it. Lovely. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be offensive, but that, I mean, at least I know that he's a basketball player. Yes, right. Yes. Okay. So, I don't know much about it. So, when he said Steve, Stephen, Steve, Steve, Steph. Steve, Steph. what, Steph? Steph. <laughs> I was like, Steve? Steve? Stephen Curry. Steve Are you his principal? <laughs> okay, Mr. Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if that was basketball, but I was... Masterclass. Medyo. Anyway, okay. going back. So, I, I got masterclass. They went on the sale last year and um, I've long been wanting to. Kasi nga learners kami. We like to learn a lot of different things. Minsan, to our, ano, to a fault. Because yeah. uh, we don't really need to learn about that anymore. And yeah. parang sayang lang sa headspace na nilalagay mo lahat sa utak mo because you're not gonna use it anyway. But it's just our nature. We just wanna keep on learning something, anything that interests us. So I got masterclass. And I got it because there's like a, a few writers in there that I would like to watch and learn from. Mm -hmm. And then there's also film. Film and I'm not sure kung ano siya, film and, and design ba? Kasi may film, my design, my writing, cooking. my lifestyle, my cooking. So I said, okay, this is going to be probably a good mix for me to get into. And there's one whole year for me to enjoy it. And so I started browsing and then I see Ken Burns who is a filmmaker and his specialty is um, documentary. So I said, oh my gosh, what a revelation. So you didn't know he was a person until you saw that masterclass. Right. I was okay. like, Ken Burns. I said, Ken Burns? I didn't know he was a person. I didn't even know it was a name. I thought it was like, <laughs> is this some kind of yeah, exactly. Scandinavian expression? Like, yeah, like I mean, boke. Is boke a person also? No, boke is like how labo it. La, how labo. <laughs> Ganda nung ano yun. Basta yung it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. Concept. Like people who are ignorant about a subject, explain the subject. <laughs> <laughs> like you should explain basketball. Boke, okay. Because I'm a hobbyist. I like taking pictures, but I don't really know the terms except that there's boke. And when they say boke, yun yung parang whatever's foregrounding or whatever you're focusing at. Is super super clear while while everything else behind you. Okay, okay. So we know it's, a, it's an image visual treatment. But what is that word? Like, where did that word I know, emerge? I I What's know. the etymology? So maybe we can research on that. You guys. Bicol yung boke. Bokal alam ko pero. Oh, Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Bokal. So anyway, going back. No, no. I mean, like okay, just yeah, as your. You're okay, can, do, do I even have to explain a joke? Okay. Anyway, it's not that it's the accuracy here. Okay. Okay. Sorry. But balik na ako ah. Kasi baka mabutay na overnight dito. But any where was I? So anyway, my masterclass and then I and saw Canberra's person to be fascinating. Burns. Yeah, and then when I saw Canberra's I was like my my reaction was Canberra's as in Canberra's effect. <laughs> I think most of us would react that way, right? What so, must that be like? Though, that your name 
doesn't signify you anymore. You know, it's it's beyond you. <laughs> but I I was very um like I felt like I was in the presence of a great person to be watching Ken Burns and an entire effect an effect on an editing movie editing software is actually named after him. He mm-hmm. must have done something right, right. really really awesome, right? Are like you what tell a us legacy. What he did? Well, no, 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 I I I I wouldn't know why he why they named the effect after him or like what I'm not super into him as I am into what he says okay. in the class. So maybe I'll just cuz I can't discuss the entire thing, right? So there's just this one part that super not really intrigued me but it was so not what i expected him to say so he talks about filmmaking okay especially documentary you know yes. the format of um uh he he makes kasi parang documentaries especially about yung mga talagang from before pa and this was in the 70s that he was doing this right or the 80s he yeah he still does yeah. up until today but he was like he started really really young and then he would pick something like topics that are uh say uh, history from the 1800s no, so meron siyang medyo ancient stuff going on in there and so he was talking about um how he prefers using still images first documentaries than footages can you imagine in the age of well, video? Well, there were no video cameras in the 1800s. No, of course, I'm not just talking about 1800s, but even when I I, I forget it, he mentions when um, footages started to, or at least images, but still images. But so he, he had the he, option of using he video. He has timelines kasi for right, when everything right. starts. No photos before this time, or yeah, no yeah. footages before this time. But if there is an option of still image and footages, he would. Still prefer stills. Why? That is so. That's a curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, choice. Like right? I would think video. Like exactly. if you've got video of something, that's gold. Exactly, because then you don't. That that's a thing. Then you don't have to tell the story. The video tells you the story. But okay. a still image, a photograph. With and then he matches it with how we process, and it's very interesting because I'm into podcasts na nga now. Eh. Now I'm getting into the whole thing. He mentions radio and how radio has a way of not making you into a passive consumer, uh, whereas like a video would make you passive because it would just give you. A non thinking thing. You would just have to watch, and they tell you the story, and you get into it. That's it. Mm-hmm. But radio asks you to imagine. And photo is like a step in between those two. And then he matches. Okay. So and then I realized that this is the feels, diba? When we watch documentaries, say on Netflix, diba? Especially of of those times, na feeling mo nga na. Yung availability of footages is still very limited. Mm-hmm. And then you would see a lot of still photographs. Yeah. But now I question that eh, if it's a lack of footages or mere choice yeah. of whoever the filmmaker is. Mm, because, because of that yes, document, uh, what um, he said. He was talking about, I'll give you an example. No? He was talking about Jack Johnson. So he made um, a documentary about Jack Johnson who is, a, I think, a boxer. in uh, A black boxer in the thick of... Uh, racism. Okay. So this was during a time when blacks were really um, criticized, criticized, discriminated. So 
and but he was so good and he won and all that so he featured the life of jack johnson and then so he would use photographs to um for his entire narrative to tell the story of jack johnson and then he talks about the car crash of jack johnson pero wala siyang mahanap na photo yeah of of course i mean who takes a picture of a car crash and then he well, there's he awful says, people now who do that but okay yeah but i mean like back then right yeah, yeah. i mean and even if you do would you even really want to use that photo if you had it yeah if you had it so what he uses instead creative decision is that of a telephone what do you call that like a post with telephone lines hanging on it because that's where he crashed. That's what he crashed on, okay. And then he puts, he matches it with a car crash sound. And then you, and then he says that that decision will actually lead the, the, the consumer, whoever is watching, to imagine far beyond what yeah. actually, yeah. what he can provide or what actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, umaan dar yung imagination mo and you're not passive in the process. So, it's the storytelling choice that you find fascinating about that. It's that how you would play with stuff and actually use less stuff to create more engagement. Yes. I think I think it's his respect for people's imagination. Right. And right. our um, active involvement right. with That's his so material mm-hmm. that I, I I admire about him. Na ayon yung going passive yung yeah. yung watcher. And that also speaks to his objective. Like his objective is is it just for you to be wowed and to say that was a great film, right. or is it is the transformation the effect supposed to be happening in you, and for that to happen it can't happen all with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. So really fascinating. I mean, if you guys have the budget, go and get his class. Um, even if you're not into making documentaries or filmmaking, he is such a poetic, a very poignant person. Like when he talks, it's just he's so deep. You'd have to repeat what he what he just said or like the episode to really get into what he's saying. Yeah, I think one thing that that we share in common is we are fascinated by how people tell stories. Yes. So, and then the choices. Because it's always a choice. Eh? Why did you start there? Why did you end there? Why did you tell this detail? Why did you omit this detail? And so all of those things are choices that amount to to something good. And that's why we appreciate when mm-hmm. movies do that well, when people, uh, sermons, even like a friend who tells a story well, right. we're like, that was really well done. Good job. And you know, I think I f- we, what we find fascinating also is not only how they tell stories. Well, yes, how they tell stories and how that exposes to me your originality. Mm, yeah. That you're not just parroting yeah. a method or somebody else's work or way. You are you are simply expressing the way that you yeah. work or yeah. do things. Well, like one thing I, I enjoy is watching like historical films and seeing how different people tell the same story different ways. Yes. So like for example, or or different mediums can explore things in different ways. So we just um, nineteen seventeen just came out in the cinema. I'm so sorry I didn't watch it with you, but it was so good. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then watching that movie and then comparing it to a podcast about World War One, which is like a total of um, twenty hours or eighteen hours mm-hmm. that I've been listening to several times. It's fascinating to see. Okay, in a podcast you can do this, but in a movie you tell it this way um 
So anyway, storytelling, always fascinating. Right. Which leads us kind of, can you think of a nice segue to our topic for the day? <laughs> storytelling. <laughs> Speaking of storytelling, let's jump into personalities. You know who likes to tell stories? Uh, oh. <laughs> Okay. Our topic of the day. <laughs> topic of the day. Uh, introversion, extroversion, ambiversion, um, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just personal history for the two of us. Um, one of the things that threw me off about Carla was how much of an introvert she is. And that threw me off because I was thinking, you're a celebrity. Like, you should be used to this by now. And I think what threw you off about me and, 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 and me being in ministry was how much people you'd have to, to meet and talk right. to and just be around. You know how labels have um, certain connotations to them and say, uh, example, no? Like celebrities are supposed to be or are seen to be extroverts. Yeah. And pastors are, well, to me at least before, not really that I thought you were an introvert but more like pastors have uh, a quiet life yeah they have quiet lives they have uh, they're less busy than say celebrities or like my world spins faster than yours so mali hindi pala ganun <laughs> and where i was wrong was a lot of celebrities are introverts actually and one of I, the I would, most i would have to say that um our job actually pushes us more to be introverted yeah. Yeah, because you're just so exposed to people that, and it's all the time. It's a 24-7. Kung, kung ang mga doktor, 24-7 on call sila na ganun, ganun yung mga artista, 24-7 on call ka rin to be for the people. Right, right. Yeah. Um, one thing that I found uh, insightful, because when you had that morning show, and you had to be on the set by 5 a.m. Right. And so you'd be waking up at 3.45, 4 o'clock. And some days I would even um, meet you in the morning there and, 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 and take you and go with you. And you said, this is so hard because I have to be ready by 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember pushing back and saying, challenging you, and saying, sandali lang, marami namang taong ganyan. Diba? May mga taong nagtitinda sa palengke na ganun din naman yung nagigisi sila na maaga. And you said, yeah, but those people, the moment 5 o'clock hits, it's not like they have to be at peak energy right. and peak output and exertion. Mm-hmm. And you said, but but you do. Mm-hmm. The moment 5 o'clock hits, you're uh, welcome to, you know, all energy. As if you've been up for hours. <laughs> right. As if you're, this is, you know, this is the height of your day. Mm-hmm. and uh, But it's the first thing in the morning for you. And I was like, oh gosh, that's really difficult. The other thing that you described was when I said, I can't believe... How could you be an? How could you be stressed out by people? And you said, "When I'm acting, it's a camera. I'm looking at a camera. I'm not looking at millions of people. There might be thousands or millions of people mm-hmm. behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, when it's broadcasted, but I'm not seeing them. I'm seeing mm-hmm. the camera, and that's mm-hmm. easier for you. Mm-hmm. So, that was interesting. Yes, and so our topic of the day. Did we say it already? It's about introversion and extroversion. Ano sabi na nung kanina? Ay kanina mo ba? No. Oh, nga pala sinabi mo pa. No, because I thought this was another intro to the topic, which we usually do. I mean, we can r- go on and on. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he, oh, short of saying that, everything that we said, 
I'm more of the introverted person and he's more of the extroverted one. So some days she would visit me at work at the Every Nation building, which is now thankfully in this uh, COVID-19 quarantine being used to house uh, medical frontliners from the area. Mm-hmm. But she would meet me there and I would say, hey, I have a meeting. Could you wait an hour or two? And she would be fine with waiting. And I would offer, hey, gusto mo ba ng kasama? Di ba? Gusto mo ba nahanapan kita ng taong wala rin ginagawa na baka pwedeng kausap, <laughs> ka. And her face was like, no, don't even think about it. And I thought, my gosh, you thought I was offering her to eat a snake or something. Like, what? Why are you so violently <laughs> opposed to this idea? Yeah. And I think with a working definition of extroverts, right? Any working definition? Ng, well, at least uh, from what we've heard is that... What is it, the energy thing? Yeah. Like get energy from being around people. Get energy from being around people. And introverts, what? Again? Get energy from being alone. From being alone. Okay. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, introverts usually get... um. What, what What's the relationship of energy and people again with introverts? Parang you... Parang you, they get like energy. You. It drains you. Yeah. yeah, it drains the energy out of you to be with other people. And that's kind of how I am. If that's the working definition that you heard also, then you'd think, you, you'd have to know that I'm more on the introverted side. Na pag may mga kasama akong tao, just give it some time, mapapagod ako. Yeah. And that, that has nothing to do with whether you like them or not. Right. Like that is so strange to me. Like we would be hanging out with your family. We would be hanging out with your closest friends. And then afterwards, you'd be like, let's go home. <laughs> and I'm having fun, you know. I'm having fun with your family. I'm having fun with your friends. And this goes back nga to what we perceive a person to be according to the label that has yeah. been given to this person. So say a celebrity, you always think that we're ready to engage, but we're not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some are. Some are. I don't know of like a, a too, too many actually of my fellow celebrities Talaga. who are ready it needs some prepping up it needs a lot of time or at least it needs a lot of years of practice like when right, i was right. so active in the industry i could get into it almost immediately because i feel like i'm rolling and that's what i've noticed about you naman um you're a pro and i've used that word to describe you in a lot of things but when it comes to engaging with people the moment you know that this has a purpose and this has a higher it's not just idle chatter okay then then you can click into right. that, though it does tire you out. But you will mm-hmm, do what's required mm-hmm. at the moment. Which leads me to Brian Little's. I was reviewing it a while ago. So I saw this TED Talk by Ted Little. In 20, he delivered it in 2016. And you were, uh, you found him because of Quiet. I think so. It was like one of the recommended videos after Quiet. Now, if, if you don't know, Quiet is a book that came out in what, 2009? I am not sure. But I also found... Um, quiet through through TED Talk also. Because yeah. TED Talk had Susan Cain and Susan Cain is the author of Quiet. And Quiet is a book about introversions and how you can lead in an extroverted world. Mm-hmm. So it interested me not because, well, the, the title is interesting in itself, right? But I really wouldn't have called or have been sure siguro about my introversion back then no if not for that video of susan kane it was actually the very first time that 
I started thinking na maybe my problem has always been that I'm an introvert or I'm I lean more towards the introverted side. Yeah, I think I that's never the, admitted that to myself. That's the good thing about labels, I believe. Uh, there are negative sides to it, and right. some people want to remove all labels completely, mm-hmm. but uh, which is I think silly. But um, I I softened the word there. <laughs> yes, silly, silly. <laughs> <laughs> but um. It's helpful because it can give a name to something that's going on. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, that's what I've been feeling. Because, and it's a common thing in Philippine society. In fact, this is kind of overdone. We're not even breaking with this. But people have commented about how Philippine society almost requires you to be extroverted. Right? Like your relatives are here, sing for them at the table. Uh, mm-hmm. Greet everybody in the room. And make sure you do that, you know? Then And and if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Like, mm-hmm. why are you reading a book by yourself? Why don't you sit with other people? Why don't you want to talk uh, to the larger group? And so, I remember you reading that book and coming back and being very encouraged and thinking, oh, okay, this, I'm not broken. Right. You know? Uh, and I, I'm sorry for making you feel that way because there would be times that I would. Where Actually, I would... The, the title of Susan Cain's book is so telling because it's an extroverted word. And, you know, I really high re- highly recommend this to people who are introverted, who feel like they're introverted, and they're probably having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Because I think naman, no, um, between the introverts and the extroverts, mas nahihirapan talaga yung mga introverts. Well, uh, now, not so much. Now, not so much. Because of so the COVID much. quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> We have been waiting for this time. You know what? No, you'll be surprised. In my meetings, this had been working, right? Mm-hmm. One of the people I was meeting with, Sihana Sabinya, I've had my fill of introversion. Like three weeks of quarantine, kahit ako. And, and, and I know Hannah. I was like, whoa, okay, so this must be tough. But hashtag pray for your extroverted friends. <laughs> Remember them. Yeah, but. Anyway, for those of you who are, uh, but you're you were right back having to your point. a tough generally, time, generally, um, especially because I guess Filipinos because are very communal in the yeah. way that we do things and, and loud and very loud. So um, I think that the introverts really drown in uh, those big parties and family reunions. Um, if you really are having a tough time, I recommend just go get and get the book of Susan Cain. Yeah. Baka it will help explain to you so much of how because I don't I, I I know that I'm a bit introverted and I'm not like my sister my sister they call her the social butterfly mm-hmm. and, your older uh, sister no Paula huh? they, they call her that so she's younger and she's very very good with people um, and I'm not like that and I've always felt broken by it na there's some there, something must have been wrong in the way that I grew up or the way that I am, which is why I'm like this today. So I've never really um, understood why I'm like this and um, that this is actually, actually, I've never understood that this, it's okay yeah. to be like this. That this was a valid option. A, a or, valid personality, a way yeah. of being. And um, that you, even if you are introverted, there, there are ways around it. That there is a, a way of preparing yourself and actually going about it that really would um, sit well naman with others yes. who are not like you. Yes. So. And what I like about that book, because there, there's a mature and immature way of doing these self-diagnosis right. kind of things. Diba? And uh, 
we all love self-diagnosis. I remember going nuts about them in college. Yung mga, what kind of cookie are you? What kind of drink <laughs> would you be? What kind of ice cream flavor are you? Because we all love hearing more about ourselves. And that's a very immature way. It's It's great in the sense that it shows us how God made us mm-hmm. and that we're valuable. But if we stop there, that's not going to be good. Right. And a lot of the times the labels just stop there. It's like, well, I'm this. So, you know, you adjust to me, you know, and I'm not responsible for my behavior because I took a test and that tells me who I am. Mm-hmm. And that applies not just to introversion, extroversion, but to a lot of things. Uh, MBTI, Myers-Briggs, mm-hmm. Strengths Finder. Strengths Finder. I always say, Strengths Finder, because you find out your so out of 34 themes, they'll tell you, they will tell you the first five that you yeah, have, that yeah. you're strong at. And um, a lot of people have used that already. Na, ah, I'm, ano kasi, I'm like this, or I'm like that. That's why I can't do this. Yeah. And I always say, especially to my Christian friends or those who are who have the same faith as I do, I would say, eh, may Holy Spirit ka naman. Yeah. <laughs> so, kung, kung, ano, yung five lang yung meron ka, I can't blame you. You really can't change na. But you have the Holy Spirit naman and He can allow you to do things. Which, you know, brings me back to, I don't know why I wasn't able to um, tell you the entire story of Brian Little from mm, TED yeah, Talk. Um, he was saying, because he, he he goes on talking about personalities, nga, the differences in our personalities. And then you've got the introverts, the extroverts. And he keeps saying that he's an introvert and all that. Mm-hmm. But then he ends the entire talk with this this whole idea of your core project or your personal project. And then he goes on saying that it may be like, let's say, about your child. You've got a project about your child who is dying, who is in dire need of 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 help in, in when it when it comes to the hospital and all that so parang if something that touches the heart something that's really close and very dear and very deep for you that moves you out of what you you out of your comfort zone mm. so let's say your comfort zone is being in an introvert diba? right, being right. an introvert that's you're you're comfortable about that you'd rather not have people around you but then you need to use your an extroverted side right, right. to get things going for your core project, your right, personal right. project. So, parang sinasabi niya na you can change naman eh. Right. You're not tied to, and that, and it takes tremendous motivation. Yeah. There is something behind it that drives you to be that person. Right. To, ha- to, to embody that personality. Because that's the kind of personality that gets things going. Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I was watching or listening a bit when you were previewing mm. him before the recording. And he was talking about our doings. Like, what are right. you doing? Because what happens is people take these labels and then they make it defining. And almost it defines, like, here's what you can do and what you can't do. Because these are your labels. And, mm. and like the way Pastor Steve uh, uh, said it, he was sick of... Strengths finder, and he said, You know, it's turning into Christian astrology, you know, <laughs> where Christians are going around using their themes mm-hmm. and making it define like what I should do today, you know, and right. when I should expect love. This is ridiculous. Instead, what are our values? What's core to us? What's important? And really, when you were saying core projects, it sounds to me like calling. Like, what is God calling, calling me to, to do? do? Like, what is God calling me to do in general in life? And what is God calling me to do today? Like, at this moment. And whatever he's calling me to do, like you said, the Holy Spirit, I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why you said, you know, like this person who 
as an introvert, but they have this core project with their life and it calls them to be an extrovert for the sake of someone they love, for the sake of achieving something that's important to them. In the same way, we can do whatever God calls us to do. And it's not the label that right. will stop. The label's helpful, you get, yeah. but it's not the ultimate. It's not defining. I like now what you said. Na it, the labels are there to help you understand yourself. But then they're supposed to be just that. They can't dictate to you how no, you're supposed yeah. to be for the rest of your entire life because we are called to be, we are called to do things. Yeah. And it takes us a whole lot of um, effort. And, you know, it takes us to be like different things to actually accomplish the mission that we were set out for. Right. You know, the other downside with these labels, the, with the immature side of staying on, well, this is who I am. One, it, it can inhibit what we're called to do. But the other thing is when it makes us, turns us against each other. Right. It's supposed to See, increase. who's better? The, the, yeah. the, the question is, who's better? The introvert ba or the extrovert? And Ay, honestly, It's I'm, so tiring online. The moment yeah. people get into that, it's like, can it be both? Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I'm a, I'm married to an extrovert. Well, medyo mas extro... Ano ba? Extrovert ka ba talaga? Or... Because you're turning more into an introvert like me. Ano ba? I don't know. Oops. Okay. Stop lang. Then start uh, again? Again, yeah. Okay. You so, said I'm turning into an extrovert like you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think... I think my... My extroversion, like you describe it, looking back now and after observing you, is is in the um, pro performance level. It's ministries about people, and so when there's people, that that's what awakens in me, you know. And that's why I've I've had to warn you, right? We go to conferences or meetings, and I'm like, I want to work the room. I want to talk to everybody in this room. And it's not really because I want to hear all of yeah, you know, updates. Yeah, you know, now I understand what you're saying. Because I don't know if, like, let's say, if you never had a sense of mission in your life, would you have been extroverted? Yeah, and I don't know because growing up, my friend said I was always reading books and I would play with them. But Yeah, you're probably, well, you're kind of like Philip, a firstborn. So I really don't understand him also. But anyway, let's not get stuck on if you're an extrovert or not. But, but I'm definitely least, more than you. Definitely. You, your capacity to... And and this definition of mine is something that I got from Susan mm-hmm. Kino. Introversion and extroversion is actually... Um, it's not a problem, eh, but it's a way of receiving stimulus. Yes. And our... Re- our not really receiving, but more of our relationship with stimulus. Yes, yes. How far you can go when it comes to a stimulant. Mm-hmm. So let, let's say um, certain noises, chatters, mm-hmm. um, even electric fan, mm-hmm. ambient sound. How how you are able to take in all of that. And introverts usually um, get tired faster. Yeah. yeah, they get overwhelmed. They get tired faster when it comes to stimulus. But then extroverts, hindi daw. She actually mentioned one study in the book where they studied like babies and for over this a span of yeah, how many yeah. years. And they realized that the babies who grew up to be introverts were actually the more fussy ones. Because they as were... As babies. As yeah. babies. Yeah. Because they really had a hard time taking in all the stimulus that would, you know, that they would have to receive yeah, from all yeah. around them. It's like Daredevil. So they when were he was more sensitive powers. to uh, sound, 
more sensitive to light, ganon. You didn't get that reference. Sorry, I didn't get that reference. Yeah. Daredevil. That's why he sleeps in a, a coffin with water. Mm. Because ah, his sense of so sound and all to... senses are all enhanced. Okay, I see. He sleeps right. in a sensory deprivation. So introvert Si Daredevil. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Pretty Baka, much. Oh, alam mo, actually, maraming heroes ang introvert. Yeah, that's Hini interesting. Ko yun eh. yung ano nila, what do you call that? The, the flip side? So they've got the hero and then the other person. Secret identity? The alter ego? Yeah, yeah, the alter ego. Okay. There you go. So the alter ego is always kind of the shy introvert. That would be so funny. Hey. If you have like a bubbly extrovert normal person, but then his hero is shy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, like if Bruce Wayne, if Bruce Wayne was a comedian, you wait, know, wait, but wait. then he becomes broody Batman. This that. reminded me that in the book also, Susan Cain differentiates a shy, introverted person from an introverted, introverted person who is not shy. Yeah, those are not the same thing. Yeah. And some extroverted people are just shy. Right. They just uh, lack self-confidence or maybe they've been hurt by relationships. And so when they come out of that, they're actually really... And it sometimes it depends on the context. Her definition actually of shyness is that it has a lot to do with how you um, you care about the people who are in front of you. Yeah, like yeah. if you are going to be well received by them yes, or not. Yes. Like how they would think of yes. you is something that matters so to kaya you. So that's fear of other people because they've been rejected in And the then past. the not shy ones though are the ones who don't care. And I, I kept laughing because I'm like that. So I you're really, not shy. You're just an introvert. Yeah, and then they would always because I that's that's a thing. They would always tell me you must be a shy kid or mm-hmm. you're like a shy person. That's why you don't want to engage and all. I'm like, I'm not shy. I, I I don't care if you make me dance today because you're gonna pay me and you you need me to dance or to host or do anything like perform. I do it. I'm not gonna be shy. But I don't want to talk to you. But not for you. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm not naman being matare, no? But yun lang. Fascinating lang that introversion is not even the same as shyness. Yeah. I'm grateful for that book, for helping me have language to understand you. And for helping other people you. Also. And other people like you. But you're the most, kasi. And uh, not the most, but the one in my life. Like, what is wrong I mean, with this person? I mean, you have to encounter, yeah. Like, okay, she'll tell me things like, I can't wait to see X, like these people. And I'm like, okay, let's see them tomorrow. No, I'm not ready. I don't want to see them now. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, who says that? Like, who who does that about other stuff? Like, I'm not ready. I need to recharge. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that it helped me understand you. I love that it made you more comfortable with, with who you are. And I love that we have terms now. Because it's it's the words, say. The labels can be helpful if they make us unite, but they can be used to sling stuff against each other. Right. So I think now there's a lot of online talk for introversion, like pro-introversion, which mm-hmm. I think is good. But sometimes it can be like uh, antagonistic or looking down on extroverts. And it's becoming like a club. Yeah. Like, it's becoming exclusive. Now we are like this. Yeah, it's and like not... society's a mix. Your family's a mix. Your, yeah. your school... Your office is a mix. Stop trying to group people according to whatever label you're into right now. So, for example, that energy thing. They said, introverts are people who give energy to others. And that's why it drains them. Extroverts are energy vampires who suck Mm -hmm. energy. I was like, wow, okay, okay. Like, really? (laughs) 
That's and the word you're gonna use. Suck energy out of people. Energy <laughs> vampires. When the friends I know who, who are introverts who are actually grateful for the extrovert people in their you lives for carrying conversations. That's the thing. I think um, we don't appreciate the other um, enough. Yeah. Parang when we are labeled as an introvert, we keep gravitating to, and I, I, I speak as an introvert also, na in behalf of other introverts, Now we have this tendency to just go in, into a corner, group ourselves into like all introverts in this corner and we're not gonna let anyone in. Yeah, like yeah. anyone with too much stimulus to bring, you're out. You're bad. Yeah, you're bad. Mm. But that's actually not the case. And I know that because I'm married to you. And I'm just so grateful that you're not like me. So many people, I think so many introverts feel like, and I was like that before then, na, parang it's better to be an introvert. But really not. Because on our way here, when we were on the plane, I'm like that nga kasi. I, I, as much as possible, I reserve that energy. Especially now that I have to care for two kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go on talking to everybody. So if you've I'm, noticed that she's extra introverted lately, that's why. Okay. Two kids, okay. Yeah. Lang. <laughs> okay. But really, I mean, it just takes up so much energy mm-hmm. to actually care for two kids. And so for me, to just don't do unnecessary talk. Don't strike up a conversation with just anyone any time <laughs> of the day. Which is so exactly like my husband. He's like that. Like we're walking anywhere. In a mall, in a grocery, on the plane. He just goes on talking to everybody. And honestly, for me, if you didn't do that the last time we were on the plane, I wouldn't be talking to our FAs. You were the one who discovered as you were walking Manu to the back, you started talking to the FAs. And then when I when I was trying to get Manu from you, you go and tell me, oh, they're moms also. And then you tried to connect. And then later on, kami na nag-uusap. Yeah. And then I had so much fun talking to them because we were going through the same things. Like we were talking about postpartum and how hard it is to be working and to have yeah, a baby. I went back to my seat <laughs> and I left her there. Diba? And, and then, I was still talking to them. And she comes back and she like knows their life stories. And I was like, oh, okay. I yeah. was just saying hi. <laughs> but I mean, if that wouldn't have happened if you left it to an introvert. Like if you just had an introvert walking around the plane, I would be like, no, I'm going to have that face that tells you, please do not even try to say hello to me. Do not try saying hello to me. Is that face intentional? Yes. <laughs> it can be. It can I mean, be. It's it not always, be. but you, you but can turn it on. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So, I can turn it on. But, uh, just to go back to what I was saying, na, I'm really, really grateful for my extroverted friends because I think you guys have opened up a lot of doors for me. If you weren't the way that you are, we'd probably just be in our boring um, corners doing the same old thing over and over again and I love my introverted friends um, they're, they're fascinating they're you can count on them for a meaningful conversation you can count on them for 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 something interesting insightful I do love my extroverted friends they can be insightful also they can also be very shallow which is also fun, <laughs> which I like so um, I guess what we're saying is God made us different mm-hmm. and that's amazing And we can do whatever God called us to do. Yep. And hopefully, as we discover more about what we're called to do and who we are, 
we realize that we're called to do it together. Yep. And to appreciate the differences in one another. And so shout out to all the introverted people out there. I am one of you guys. A very and... muted shout. A very soft shout. <laughs> with a distant wave. Like from yes. a distance. Not from to overwhelm you guys. Across the but room. But I'm just um, saying hello to you. And hello, also introverts. to all the extroverted people out there. I just want to thank you also. Because um, some of the best people in my life are in extroverts. Right. Cool. All right. Question and answer, sweetheart. Okay, from Sweet Lavish 2019, are you considering doing movies even just once a year? You know, it it's hard uh, for me right now um, with all the ministry requirements. I would love to go back uh, to it one day. The problem is uh, not a problem. A calling nga eh, So I'm glad Ilang minuto that tayo abutin dito uh, sa I'm, ano na to. I'm, I'm, na I'm able to... <laughs> Uh, serve God this way, you know. Uh, I know there are people who are called to be in front of a camera, um, and uh, it it was difficult to to leave that life behind. And yet now, when I see the faces of the students, it's it's worth it. So thank you for your question, and um, thank you for following. But no, Sige, not, next not in the moment. Na. Okay. Shempre ako hindi natanong niya, no? Sweet lavish. Uh, hindi niya sinabi. Eh, so, baka ka. ikaw nga. Uh-oh. Anyway, um, for me, <laughs> ako, uh, yes, gusto ko pa rin naman gumawa ng movies. I, I wouldn't know if it's like once a year, but I do have considerations for it. If I'm offered a movie, I need, uh, I've already told my manager about this, that if somebody offers me a movie, I need to know who the director is and who I'm going to be working with and what kind of project it's going to be, like what kind of story, how they're going to do it and all that. Because it's not my priority right now. I like to do more of the home stuff. I want to be a mom. I want to be, that's where I want to put all of my energy, sana, or most. And if I'm going to do something as exhausting as a movie, it better be worth it. So I could, but then it, I'd be really very picky about it. Right. Next question. Life with Miss. May I know the name of your homeschool provider? Please, thank you. Yes, my homeschool provider is Our Living Learning. So you can uh, look them up on Instagram, Our Living Learning. That's their handle. And um, they just started this year. Um, They've been um, uh, holding workshops about the whole Charlotte Mason method way before but it they've only started to be a homeschool provider this year so you might want to look into it for your next the incoming school year but they're really great i highly recommend them i love their method and um i hope to see you there if you ever decide to go with them right cool um i don't know that much about it i do like her husband charlotte mason yeah. ah okay he's a cool guy <laughs> Yes, so Gina. Gina's the name of um, the one who owns Our Living Learning. But then you can just check them out Gina's on Instagram. Cool yes. And that's it for our podcast. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening or watching. Yeah. And um, if you notice that we have our headphones right now, that's because we want to look legit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hopefully the sound is better this time. <laughs> no, really. We're trying to make the sound better. But um, do comment if you have suggestions on how we can improve more of how we sound to you guys yeah we are on apple and spotify now so um if you could give feedback in, on apple that would be really great and if you want to give longer feedback you can email us at joe and carla podcast at gmail.com 
Also, if you want to continue this conversation, which we would love, uh, join the Facebook group. Anything goes with Joe and Carla on on Facebook. So Both. you can give us um, suggestions for like topics and also question and answer. Yeah. If you'd like to throw questions already, because now we've got like some people going and like really um, sub- it's fun. subscribe it's to fun. our yeah. to this podcast. Bahanaman, you have questions that we would we can directly answer. Yeah. That's it. Thanks, guys. Thank you.